Oh, we had some cracking matches today. Day six of Wimbledon is done and dusted, wrapped up, and we had some incredible matches, some great upsets. Were there? Well, you have to stay tuned. Before we get into it, though, remember to that like button. Do subscribe if you're new and do leave a rating or review if you're listening on a podcast platform. There were some really good matches on today, I have to say, and I know I've said it already twice, so don't kill me in the comment section, but I mean it. I genuinely do. Watching a lot of tennis today, of course, giving us the weekend as well, so fantastic to watch so many matches. And you know what? It was an absolute pleasure, and hopefully I'll be able to give you guys a little bit of analysis on some of them as well. We'll still try and keep it under the 10-minute mark, so let's get into it. So the only match that wasn't completed on the men's side was Dimitrov versus TFO, which is a massive shame. Dimitrov, though, did take the two first sets against TFO so he's two sets to love up 2-1 in the third set to TFO I think on serve though and I was a little bit surprised because I thought TFO would be able to come out and win it now given the break it might favor TFO tomorrow to be able to reset and he's very good at being able to play deep into matches and play four or five sets and his stamina normally holds up so let's see I think Dimitrov will be able to do something, but I think he's going to have his work cut out for him now, given that that break wouldn't have helped his cause, that's for sure. But he's still got the advantage, of course, two sets of love up. Berrettini impressed against Zverev. Look, barely any match practice in the last three months. He played, I think, one match against Sonego, uh, which ironically beat Sonego, didn't he, in the first round of Wimbledon uh, this year. But he lost to him, I think he was at Queens in the first round, and he looked really bad, like really, really bad. Didn't look good at all. Just didn't look fit enough uh, by any stretch of the imagination. However, he looked good against Zverev. He did. And I have to say, he's impressed. You see a 15 aces, first serve percentage of 68%. In, but look at that win percentage behind the first serve at 86%. is very impressive. Two tiebreakers as well. And he does play the tiebreaker as well. We know that Zverev will be disappointed, I think, to lose the way that he did. The first set, fine. Bertini wins it with a break of serve, but 7-6, seven, 7-6, six, seven, six, they lose two straight tiebreakers, and given Zverev's serve as well, probably could have played those tiebreakers a bit better. Berrettini, though, has Alcaraz next. That would be a blockbuster. And look, I mean, I'm very impressed with his run because most players would need some sort of matches under their belt to play the level of opposition that he's played in the first few rounds. For... Jair and Sitsipas. Well, Sitsipas came through in straight sets, so he'll be happy about that after two very, very tough matches against Dominic Team and Andy Murray. Two five-set thrillers. He's come through in straight sets. That will help him physically going forward, especially if he wants to go deep at SW19. And Holger Rune, I mean, he fought really hard here against Davidic Fakina. He took the first set, and then the Spaniard won the next two. So he was two sets to one down, took the fourth, 6-4, and the fifth went to a final set tiebreak. And I have to say, Runa loves a final set tiebreaker, doesn't he? He doesn't always win all of them, but this one was in his favor. And Davidic Fakina, he served an underarm serve at eight all in the final set tiebreaker. If he'd, if it come off, then everyone's going to be raving about it. It didn't. Runa hit a winner and he tried to hit an underarm serve and volley Davidic Fakina. <laughs> yeah, he got passed. It's a pretty easy pass as well for Runa. And he went on to win the next point to take the match. So, look, disappointing, of course, for the Spaniard, but a thrilling match nonetheless. And he is always a tough competitor, isn't he? He always gives his all. Uh, for Holger Rune, though, look, keep an eye out for him physically because at Roland Garros, he played against Sarundalo, played five sets, and then the next match, of course, went on to lose. That was against Kasparud, though, very, very solid opponent, of course, who made the final. 
but I do think it took a lot out of him. Now, I don't think he's got the stamina that some other, well, some of the other experienced players like a Djokovic has, or maybe even a Medvedev and those types of players. He's still quite young, and I think maybe he's not used to playing this many sets of tennis in quick succession. So let's see. Maybe he's learned from the Roland Garros and his team has learned from that Roland Garros run. And if they look after him well enough, he'll have a couple, well, he'll have a day and a half off, I guess, really. Um, maybe two days maximum. Then he might be okay. But let's see how he gets on. I'm intrigued now to see how he holds up for the rest of the tournament. Alcraz played Jerry, and I have to say, I watched the whole match, and Nicholas Jerry played some really good tennis. He'll be a little bit disappointed because in that second set, he was a breakup. And then in the end, he managed to take the set and a tiebreaker 8 6. However, after that, in the final set, he took it 7 5. That's Alcaraz. Now, Jarry was 4 2 up in both the second and fourth sets. 4 2 up, and he got broken at 4 2 in both sets at the same moment and time and it was weird because he was serving for 5-2 and you're just thinking 5-2 and the set's gone both times Alcaraz broke him back the break of serve in the fourth set was a little bit weird because uh, Alcaraz got a bit fortunate a couple of shanked returns and made a bit awkward for Jerry and he went long with one of them one of the uh, passing shots or approach shots sorry even the fourth set, though, he then got broken at 5 all because he broke back in the end. And he fought really well. He served extremely well. You can see a 15 aces. I mean, a 74% of first serves in, 72% win potential behind the first serve. Second serve did get mauled a little bit by Alcaraz. But all in all, I thought he played really, really well. Uh, and look, played out of his skin at times. Definitely pushed Alcaraz. I think it should have gone to five sets. That's how well he was playing, and he had his chances. But Alcaraz, a little bit more clinical, and that's what the great players do. He came through in four sets. There's definitely some question marks. Keep an eye out for his serve for the rest of the tournament. Wasn't quite hitting his spots as well as he could have, I think. Although he did hit 12 aces, which is impressive. But first serve percentage of only 62%. 77% behind the first serve. But the biggest thing for me was the fact that in some of the big moments, he only hit, only made five out of 14 break points. So he had a lot of opportunities, but Jarry did serve well in, the, in some of those instances and did play some lights out tennis. But Alcaraz is going to come up against someone in a pretty similar ilk in Berrettini. Big server, big forehand. Jarry's backhand, I would say he likes to hit the backhand uh, drive more than Berrettini, uh, but Berrettini's slice is better than Jarry's slice. Both players pretty good at the net. I'd say Berrettini's quite good as well. They're similar ilk of player. So Alcaraz, I guess this is good practice for Berrettini, but he did struggle against this type of player on the grass. Good test. He's passed it. Let's see how he gets on, because uh, that match against Berrettini is going to be an interesting one. I will be doing a preview for that as well, so keep an eye out for that. Medvedev beat Fuksovic. Great win for him, and he equals his record best result at Wimbledon making the fourth round. He'll be looking of course to make the quarterfinals and I think he should be able to uh, but we'll see. We'll see how he gets on of course. Uh, Fuksovic seems to be that player who always has he's just got a very very solid game. Really really solid game and 
I think it's just a little bit off the world-class or elite players. He doesn't quite have that one really powerful attribute that stands out. But he's a solid, solid player, all-rounder as well on all surfaces. Um, I'd like to see him make some more deeper runs. We'll see if he's able to. We're on the women's side. Rebecca blew away Katie Bolter in the last match on centre court. Double breadstick to her. Shame for the Brits. And look, Rebecca is a defending champion. He's <laughs> just a bit too strong, I think, uh, skill set wise for Bolter at this stage. Uh, Jaberbi Andrescu, what a match that was. I predicted three sets. We got three sets. Andrescu took the first set, 6 3. Jabert took the second and third, 6 3, 6 4. Andrescu was actually a breakup in that final set. Jabert recovered while Andrescu, though, did make some mistakes. But positive signs for Andrescu going forward on grass. She's definitely got the game to succeed in some capacity on this surface. She's still quite young. Let's see how she gets on for the rest of her career because I do think this is a surface she should be having more success on. But Jabert is someone who made the final last year, of course. She's going to look to at least get to the final again. Uh, so she has a very tough match against Kvitova next. We'll talk about Kvitova in a second. Madison Keys carried on her great form, an eighth successive victory on grass. 6-4, 6-1 after winning Eastbourne, of course, as well. Kostyuk had just beaten Sakari and Bedosa, so this is a really good victory. And uh, look, I mean, that first set, 6-4, was tight. Then blew her away in the second set, 6-1. Sabalenka carried on her good form, beating Blinkova 6-2-6-3. She is my pick to win the title. I'll stick with it, but there's some amazing players still left in the draw. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether she's able to adjust to some of the players that she comes up against as the rounds go on. Kovitova, a two-time champion at Wimbledon, of course, beat Kostic 6-3-7-5. She is a massive danger to anyone on this surface. She plays Ons Jabur next. Ons Jabur is going to be slicing a lot to that lefty forehand. I'll tell you that. I'll be doing a preview for that as well because I think it definitely deserves one. Looking forward to doing that. And Alexandrova beat Galfi 6-love, 6-4, a bagel to boot. Loving it. And uh, she's a danger on the grass. Big serving, big hitting player. Okay, matches tomorrow. We've got Shapovalov and Safiun. And of course, TFO and Dimitrov is going to be playing as well. I'm actually going to go left field for that one and say TFO is going to come out in five sets. Very left field. Let's see if it happens. I'm going to go Shapovalov to beat Safiun in five sets. I've got Bublik to beat Rublev in four. I'm, I really like Bublik's game on grass. He's had a really good result at Harler as well. The Harler curse normally means you go out early. He's made the round of 16 or the fourth round. So this, to me, is a good sign of what's to come for Bublik. He's kind of got over that that you know myth, if you will. Uh, for Rublev, though, he's pretty good on the grass. I mean, he has all the weapons to be successful on grass, apart from maybe the very solid net game. Bublik, though, I mean, he's got massive weapons. He's beat him in the final of Harlequin. Can he do the same thing? I'm going to go for it. Sinner to beat Galan in straight sets. And I'm going to go for Djokovic to beat her catch in straight sets as well. I hope her catch can do something because that should be a really exciting match. We're going to be covering it on the channel. So I'll be doing commentary for that. So do tune in for it. It's going to be an interesting match for sure. Her catch has a great game for grass. He's really good as well as so far at Wimbledon. But Djokovic just tends to handle big serves really well as do most of the elite players or the or the goats or the whatever you want to call it big four big three like they all those players tend to handle big servers pretty well um, although you could say someone like an Adal on grass has struggled in the past but Djokovic on grass is a different proposition I would say uh, in terms of the women's 
uh, for tomorrow. We've got Von, Dr- uh, Von Drusiver versus Buzka. I'll go for Von Drusiver to be, beat her. We've still got a third round match, which is pretty poor, to be honest, in my opinion. Uh, but I'll go for Andreva to beat Potapova. And then we'll go Pagula, Serenka. I'll go Pagula in three. Shiontek Benchich recovering that as well. Anthony will be doing the comms for that. Keep an eye out for that one. It'll be a great match. I think Shiontek's going to win, but I think it'll be in three sets. I think Benchich can do something there. And Azarenka, Svitolina. Azarenka's been in really good form on grass. And look, I'm here for it because I didn't think it would happen. Uh, but I'm going to go for Azarenka. And I'm going to go for Azarenka in straight sets. Svitolina has played some really good tennis, especially in Grand Slams. I'm not convinced about her game on grass. Let's see how she gets on, though. In terms of star of the day, look, I mean, there's a lot of candidates for it. You know, you could say Hogaruna, Berrettini, uh, Alcaraz uh, on the women's side, of course, some really good victories as well. Jabir, Rabakina, Key, Sabalenka, Alexandro Kovitova. I'm going to go for Rabakina. It's a really clinical performance, 6-1, 6-1 against a crowd that clearly, of course, are cheering on the British world number one. Bolter as well. She came out of the block swing. She took her service game really comfortably. It was one all in that first set, and then she just blew her away for the next five games. She is playing some very good tennis, and any concerns that people like myself had about her fitness going into this have been completely dispelled. She's looking good. She's a danger. She's up there with the favourites. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to that like button. Do subscribe if you're new and do leave a rating or review if you're listening on a podcast platform. Thank you and shout out to our members. We'll see you tomorrow for the live stream watch alongs and in the comment section. See you later.